Hey, this is Colt Cabana, professional wrestler from the Art of Wrestling podcast. You're listening to City Wrestling Radio Podcast, which is weird because it's either radio or podcast. Can't be both, but hey, with you, baby, it is. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is the new, new show. I'm your host, Corey Smith, live in the Diamond Studio, recorded live in the Diamond Studio, bright and early today. Today, you know, we recorded <sighs> on Saturday. What's for breakfast, you know, Corey? Uh, if you're listening on SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio, you know, you're listening on Saturday morning. If you're listening on KCSF, our wonderful station that they play us on, um, syndicate us on, they're listening to us Monday night, a little later than, it, you know, others. I asked. Um, What's but, what's for breakfast, Corey? Um, I have some bootios in there. Oh God, is it from the contest? How old are these? No, it's the ones. Okay, so Biggie poured some on me, and I just it fell down my pants, and so I just poured them out of my underwear. That's like, a lot of that's a lot of bootios. He just kept pouring them. Like he literally just stood there and like pouring two boxes. In my yeah, it was like two commercial breaks. <laughs> yeah, they had no. They had to do something during commercial breaks while they're <laughs> waiting out there during like a Caitlyn or not Caitlyn. Caitlyn's not on SmackDown. I don't know why I said that. It's like I was just reviewing the May Young Classic before this. I know it was a very nice review by a certain individual. Very nice voice too. Yeah, you can find it on SoundCloud.com/slash City Wrestling Radio. Also across a plethora of other fine podcasts, including iTunes, Google Stitcher, and Castbox. And like I said, thank you for tuning in on KCSF. If you yeah, are I really tuning appreciate the listen, if you made this far, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if you even made it this far. Uh, but guys, this is the new news show. Um, but you know, one one big thing we need about our shows is we need fan participation. Um, we'll send us our saying. Tell us what you like about us. Tell us what you hate about us. Or just whatever about wrestling. You know, questions, comments, answers, uh, suggestions. If you want to fantasy book something and just tell us about it, we're here to talk about it. You know, hit us up. I mean, if it warrants a talking about it. No, it it always. It, I mean, I mean, we'll, we'll you know, find any response is a good response at this point. Maybe. I don't hey, know. exactly. Don't want to sound desperate, but hey, here we go. What yeah. about Sunday? And you know, they got one day to do a thing. Yeah. So, um, anything to help help no, us what, help them? Wait, yeah. wait, what? Sunday. Sunday. What about Sunday with the whole Down for Glory? Well, that and uh, a, a certain award. Oh, you're right. Sunday. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. Sunday is the uh, the uh, the voting starts for the 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 new wrestling podcast award sponsored by the Wrestle Hub. Um, so go follow them on on YouTube. On go out and vote. And Facebook, City Wrestling Radio. Twitter, and hashtag Vote City Wrestling Radio. I, you know, let's pick some categories that are up. Let's say best duos because this is a pretty good duo right here. It's all right. Uh, me and Jose is a pretty good duo too. Ooh, are we going against each other? What? If Don't we... vote for Jose and Corey. Vote for Jose, no Michael and Corey. Wow, wow. Or Jose and Michael. How you like that? We guys don't have a show together yet. Yet. Dun dun dun. <laughs> Uh, best week and best trios. Um, that's in all three of us. That'd be a good one. I like that one. Uh, best studio. Best studio. Best interview. I would say uh, me with Chris Cage or Stacker Gumbasecki. The the best bumpers. Um, um, best. You best know what? shoes in a wrestling podcast. I say cutest podcasters. I think we take that one for sure easily. I mean, we're not like handsome. We're pretty cute, though. We have like That's that. the meaning of cute. You're not like we, we still have like baby fat. You know in our when face. Michael Hayes would say, "Oh, there's like, there was you know we had people, we had divas who were cute. Lita was hot. Yeah, I don't, don't want to be hot. We would be the cute we'd one. Be cute. We'd be the cute divas. We'd be the girl next door. Um, but also be the Molly Hollies. The, <laughs> the yeah, the 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 best of the workers. Gettable ones. The. <laughs> 
yeah, go vote for us on the rest. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also the 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 top the top spot too. I want everyone to vote for us in all those categories. But yeah, also, we don't want to be bottoms. Also, we want to be best podcast, best wrestling podcast, in the world. City in the Wrestling world. Radio everywhere. Vote City Wrestling Radio because. We love you guys if you do. We love you if you don't, too, but we would love you even more if you do vote for us. And preach it to the choir of who you're voting for. And tell everybody, to the man, to the masses, preach to the masses. That's what tell everybody saying. you know more than Shout from do. the mountaintop. Hashtag vote CWR415. Yep. Um, but you yeah. get out there and vote, too. It's like, this is voting season. It's vote, yeah, it's voting season. I think it's a good way to start, like, to get in the habit of voting. Yeah. Like, every day wake Make up. Make your voice heard. Every day wake up and vote for us in a different category. And yeah. then... Once go um, to your polling station, come the first Tuesday of November. There you, you get go. your ass to vote there. I think Whether October twenty second is the last date of register to vote yeah. in California. Whatever, whatever way you vote, you know, just vote. Don't quote me on that. Just Google how to vote. How do I vote? If you didn't receive your uh, voter registration uh, pamphlets thing, thingamajigs, mm-hmm. which I certainly did, um, yeah, it's a good way to find out. Yeah. Any platform possible to tell people to vote, honestly, because there's so much bullshit in the world. We need there to really fix is. it. There really is. City Wrestling Radio needs to be there at the forefront. Yeah. Um, but no, they... Um, but follow the Wrestle Hub for Speaking sure, Speaking of bullshit. No. No. The Wrestle Hub is great. We love oh, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about Wrestle Hub. Oh, Wrestle okay. Hub is great. I thought we were just transitioning to our main news story. Oh, no, no. But, but before that, follow Wrestle Hub uh, for all the latest details. Voting goes on for a month, um, I believe, until oh God. November 14th. So every day, I want you guys to wake up and vote CWR415. For Imagine waking up in the morning and, and voting. C- I can. Oh, I know I will be for a and month. Can you imagine waking up in the morning and watching a wrestling pay per view at nine a.m.? I mean, it feels like a good time to watch it, but depe- depends on the situation, you know, that's surrounding this pay per view. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So let's just get into it. Saudi Arabia. We've all said this whole entire thing was fucked from the get go. Now it's becoming even more fucked. We started talking more about so this. than it can possibly they can possibly ever imagine. We started talking about this a few months ago for the first Saudi Arabia show. Not this particular in, uh, issue. Hated um, it then. The first issue was you know women not being allowed to wrestle on the show. <laughs> yep. And that was a big issue for all of us here. I think at City Wrestling Radio and also a lot of people in the world too. And what not but, a lot of people know is that these, they signed the they signed with the Saudi government for a ten year contract. Ten year contract. And um, they're gonna have lawsuits if they back out of this. Yeah, I mean there could be something that I don't. I'm no lawyer, man. As much as I play, um, even though I play one on TV. So yeah, then even once they announced this show, I even said let the political de- uh, debate begin on City Wrestling Radio because that's all that's gonna happen with this show. Should we just open the floodgates? I think this is just super fucked. <sighs> yeah, it's, 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 pretty bad. Get, it's pretty bad. Even that, like even when you get people like people from se- certain senators. Calling for WWE to um to pull to pull well, back yeah, from the show. Yeah, yeah. You want to just you want to just read that up. Well, let's let's not well, before we get ahead of ourselves. Before um we start reading the quotes from the senators, so let's give a little back back. Um, I mean, we kind of did, yeah. Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, and recently there has been some issues with uh you know the Saudi Arabia embassy in Turkey, I believe it was. Yes, where yes. journalists uh, of the Washington Jamal Kagoshi of the Washington Post or was it New York oh, Times? Washington Post. Okay, so he went out there to do an interview and. Apparently, the Turkish police say there's video of him going into the embassy but not coming out. Rumor has it that he was killed inside the embassy. Don't get too much of the details. Allegedly killed in the embassy. And but they, but apparently they've taken audio out. and video evidence has surfaced, mostly because they wanted proof <coughs> of this thing happening. Which I don't know why you'd want it, you want that of him being killed. Yep. 
Oh wow. Oh yeah, no, that's uh that's by by way of but in orders of Muhammad bin Salman. I think that's his name. Um So they officially came out and said they killed him now? No, 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 no. It's just, this is all again, this is all speculation, speculation even though okay, it's okay, leaning okay. right towards right, the fact right, right, that this right. really did happen. Right. Um, yeah, cuz there's video of him entering the embassy but none of him leaving. And apparently according to the uh, there according to some sources like the, his last text message ever was well the last text message that he ever he sent out was towards his wife of a, a knife and an emoji <laughs> which is uh yeah WWE wants to do business with these people yeah so WWE like you said signed a 10 year deal with the Saudi Arabian government to do shows basically to be a propaganda machine for the Saudi Arabian government as well too um, by all intents and purposes, you, they're it's there. fair to say that. Yeah, because they've been there kind of, you know, every time they're there, they're like, you know, the great... The, the progress, the, you know, not progress pro wrestling. Not no, the, but, um, no, they have no progress pro wrestling in Saudi Arabia. Um, but, but the progress, the change, the, the agents of change. We are the examples of the agents of change that are going throughout this Which nation. Which is completely um, ludicrous to say, because how can you say that when at you all? you have no women booked on the show. Well, yeah, how can you... Yeah, exactly. Um, and, yeah. But so now U.S. senators have come out urging WWE to, quote unquote, pause plans to go through with their Saudi Arabia show uh, titled Crown Jewel that's happening on the 2nd of November. Um, three U.S. senators have quoted um, in a news article published a couple earlier this week. Uh, the first uh, the first quote was by this by Chris Murphy, and this is Democrat uh, senator from Connecticut, the home state that's of variant, w- yep. the home state of WWE. Um, saying, he says, I'd hope that they would be rethinking their relationship with the kingdom, especially with respect to events coming up in the next weeks, like the Crown Jewel show. Um, you know, he classified the apparent murder of the U.S. resident and Washington Post journalist as a brazen assault on f- of the freedom of the press and a slap in the face of the United States if this murder occurred as it as it did as it seems that it did. Yep. Um, so also after that. Senator Lindsey Graham, who I believe she's a Republican oh, out of South Carolina. Uh, that's a that is a man, and that is a very, Lindsey Graham's a man, really. Lindsey Graham is well. You yeah, sh- it shows really not how much I know about politics. Yeah, Lindsey Graham is one of the vocal supporters of that Brett Kavanaugh thing. Okay, and a uh, uh, real piece of work that that person is. But what did Lindsey Graham say? Uh, but Lindsey Graham also said it came out as uh, to tell WWE they should probably put their um, deal on pause and their relationship on pause with the Saudi Arabian government as of right now. It's really just boilerplate like response of like, hey, what they did was terrible, but we got this $10 billion arms deal that we're doing in Saudi Arabia, so let's not get too hasty right now. Um, and also Chris, uh, Chris Coons of uh, the Democrat out of Delaware also stated, just kind of said along the same lines that they should take a hard look at their relationship. And considering the fact that Lindy McMahon <coughs> is a member of their of Trump's cabinet, mm-hmm. being the uh, what small business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, if when I think of small business, I think of WWE. Oh yeah, and, and it, it's just crazy, and to think the, it, it, it's it, it's starting. They're starting to feel pressure from from actual politicians at this point. They are, but I mean. Even Trump earlier this week, they asked him something about, you know, about Saudi Arabia. He says, well, Saudi Arabia is putting so much money in his country. Why, That's wh- what I'm saying. Like, why even worry million, about anything? And he hates, he hates the press already. So what, it, what is people like, well, Trump should say something to, to Vince. Well, Trump's not going to say anything to Vince. That's ridiculous to think. He barely says anything to his, to, his, uh, to his wife. What makes you think he's going to say anything to Vince? God damn. 
No, I'm sure he actually says more to Vince than he does his wife. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah. Without getting too into Like I said, I don't know. I don't know. Again, it's it's a very interesting position, WWE. Well, not interesting. Like It's a pretty terrible position to be put into because it's more of a damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of situation. I'm not, and, I'm, and I'm no way defending the why they, right, they should right, keep right. this deal. But they did sign a 10-year contract. And I would if I think the more diplomatic way WWE could possibly get themselves to more or less alleviate the situation was they cancel Crown Jewel. They canceled Crown Jewel, but then they do another event as soon as this more or less dies down because that's just the way things are in this world. Yeah, um, yeah but actually WWE did put a statement out yesterday. I want to say as early as today. Yeah, and said, uh, well, yesterday. Well, they responded to a, to a story David Bixenspan of um, Deadspin wrote about, but they responded to this very story saying pretty much what we've been saying. And that they are currently monitoring the situation, which That's, is, yeah. hey, we know this happens. We know this shit's fucked. Uh, are we going to do anything about it? Probably not. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, but it's like they have a reason too. Like they, they can easily pull out of it. They got forty-five million reasons why they are not pulling. And eventually, out of it. at a certain point, you have they have to realize that you know yeah. pe- people's livelihood and people and like. I want to choose my wording correctly here, not sound like a complete idiot. Uh, you it's, know, it's not even about humanity. Politics at this humanity point. Is, moral, is above, yeah, is above a paycheck. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can't at that point. The morals, like you're really just working with murderers at that point. I don't want to. Since like uh, you're going to have the argument, like tons of corporations have been working with Saudi Arabia for a very long time. Yeah, they just you know they're they're less showy about it. Yeah, that's not, and that's the thing is that a lot of people get mad when things are so showy. Like nobody's mad about. No, it's more like it's more or less just not a good look, and the fact that WWE is doing a show in relative close proximity with all this shit going down, yeah, is not a good look. Yeah, no, definitely it's not, and the fact that they're going to go over there and publicize, you know, oh, we're in this great city of I don't even know where they are this time. Yeah, um, but we're here. It's so great here. God, look at it. it's so beautiful. Look at these Saudi princes on. I am just actively just not looking in forward. Recliners. I'm just really just not looking forward to this event in general. Anyway, I don't think we'll do we'll do a prediction, addiction, or a review or anything like that. I mean, I mean, do we have to warrant the time? I mean, I'll probably watch it. Uh, it depends on how much they promote. The You'll show. probably look it at clips online. Depends on how much WWE in the main roster would actually give a big deal about this, because like well, again, well, I don't know if Tom Phillips told you, but they're having a tournament to declare the best in the world. Michael <sighs> CM Punk. Yeah, but yeah, it's the situation's ongoing. Um, shit's fucked, but then again, everything is. Yeah, right uh, and it's not just WWE. Uh, isn't that right, Corey? That word you just shit's oh, apparently let, let's let's get all the bad the bad juju bees off of us right yeah. now. Um, um, I got this one. You got it. Keep going. So New Japan, New Japan Pro Wrestling. You know you've heard of them. Yeah, you've heard of you them. They know. do the G One. They got that Okada guy. They got that Omega guy. Wait, and they got that Tanahashi Omega Man. Guy. Yes, Omega like the video Man. game. Yeah, from Capcom. You do know that, like one. You know one of uh, Kenny Omega's old wrestling themes were. It was the Doctor Wily Castle. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I like it. Uh, so I'm just gonna refer to the Wrestle Zone uh, story. Which, you refer away. Yeah, which uh, has the headline: New Japan Pro Wrestlers possibly unhappy with current management due to a less fun environment. This article was written by Dominic D'Angelo, and he writes: According to Dave Meltzer from the Pro Wrestling Observer, 
there may be some growing disinterest among wrestlers in New Japan due to new management making the work atmosphere a less fun, more factory-like environment to be a part of. The following is a transcription from the latest Observer newsletter. I'm not going to go too much into this, but uh, you'll get the nitty-gritty. Uh, there's a lot of unrest. Uh, let's just say the next few months are going to be very interesting. Some early contract offers made have raised some concern to go along with the issues mentioned in last week's issue. While there is a lot of pride here for the quality of the matches stemming from the Kobe and Long Beach shows during what is usually the post-G1 down period and the great reaction to G1 and its business business success, but the new regime, Harold May, and new general manager, Michael Craven, is very different and not experienced in dealing with wrestlers. They may be, there may be economics that we're not aware of. There's a lot about the U.S. expansion with enthusiasm between the new dojo and running regular California and West Coast Second Circuit, which I don't think would have been a good idea, and the pullback from there and other changes. But it feels like a lot has changed in the last 30 days. Craven, who is believed to be ahead of talent relations as well as international international expansion, may be the most unpopular guy amongst the wrestlers with the new regime. Craven, I believe, was a tech business director at Hayes Japan, managed technology recruitment for a company who he had worked for in IT recruitment in 20 years. He's lived in Japan since 1998. Um, morale with the company was very high. You could tell by any interviews with the talent, yada, 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 particularly during yeah, June, yeah, yeah. where the level of work had led to high pride across the board with the feeling that they were doing the best matches in the world and producing the best overall product. I'm going to get to the part where they're pissed off. Um, it's a really bad time for the... But yeah, they pretty much, they pretty much just said this new regime... The people, the the rest, the wrestlers backstage thinks this new regime just does do not know how to handle wrestlers properly or how this bit or how to handle this business. And Dave Meltzer even went on to say something along the lines of, he, he goes, yeah, even people that uh, never talked about leaving New Japan are uh, they're talking about it, yeah, yeah. And um, for, I feel like everybody's first reaction was the Bullet Club and the Elite. And they Bullet saw Club. this story breaking as some sort of negotiation tactic. To you know, it kind of leverage be. themselves into thinking, but hey, think- you guys, we're gonna, they're like, Meltzer's gonna break this story. You guys are gonna look like fools, and then the second that we hightail out of here, it's just gonna make the company look bad. The second we're out the door, I mean, could it be? Could it be that the elite are looking at New Japan, saying, you know, this is tur- this is starting to turn into this is pretty much what WWE is, even though it's not. Now, before uh, we you even, have to walk before, before we even dig even further with the speculation that it is the elite, Meltzer himself Ooh, responded. The there meltdown. Was, there was actually more he's having to, a meltdown. So more or less, because there was there was more to this story as uh, as it as it kind of went on. Pretty much implying pertaining to the fact <laughs> that when this Meltzer story broke, it wasn't Michael Craven that they were actually referring to. And that the fact that as soon as the story broke, Michael Craven was receiving, according according to Harold May, mm-hmm. according, I must actually say this in his blog in the New Japan Pro Wrestling official website, which I find very weird, um, that he pretty much said Meltzer got the wrong guy, and that Harold and that um, Michael Craven uh, has been receiving death threats in and out of like the fear fact that he is the reason why such and such would actually leave. Why, why the elite would leave, and the fact that they are the reason why the morale is very low, and more or less. Wait, who's the reason? Uh, Michael Craven. Okay, yeah, yeah. And um, so, according to Harold May, it wasn't Michael Craven, and he's just been getting these death threats for I no mean, reason it, at could all. It, could it be like 
that's just could be Harold May just being a company guy at that point and having his boys back no matter what. It could be that. Like it, honestly, a lot of this oh, just again. like a company thing, like saying, "Hey, this is my, my person who I put in here. I think this is person's going to work out. Yeah. I have to have his back over Dave Meltzer because he can't. My, Harold May can't come out and go be like, yeah." Yeah, he doesn't want to bury Michael Craven under the bus. Yeah, he's not. Gonna but do that. then that's he's. His but person. then that's his guy. But then would he? But then would he exact? He could have. He could have just said Michael Craven's doing a good job instead of saying it wasn't Michael Craven. But then who is it then? Then is there? Somebody I mean, that's there? not something worth speculating for. But then he would just go on to say, "Hey, every." He could have just flatly denied that this stuff was happening. Well, he said his, something like, "I know Harold May said something like it, it's sickening to re- to see that this was written about Michael Craven." Yeah, which is like. I don't know. Maybe maybe people really are unhappy. Maybe maybe it really is just the elite, though. That's what I'm saying. And they're just they're feeding this to Meltzer. Meltzer's kind of feeding this back to us. So this was in response to this story. In response to everything that's kind of transpiring down, as um, Dave on his own message board uh, responded. Me printing the story hurt the negotiating leverage for all involved. So if you think for a second, if anything, I'd have been backstabbing the people you think I'm helping. Wait, what? Okay, I'd have been backstabbed. Okay, let me reread this again because Dave Meltzer. Rewind. I don't know. Me printing the story hurt the negotiating leverage for all involved. So if you think for a second, if anything, I'd have been backstabbing the people you think I'm helping. Okay, that's a weird. It is a weird sentence, but I'll go with it. That wasn't my intention. My intention was to give you guys the real news, and I get shit because a few of you guys can't even think straight enough to realize. Now this is a very important point. you can't even think straight enough to realize the people who you think leaked it, which weren't the guys, would be cutting their own negotiating leverage to do so. You should act. You actually should be happy. I'd even play that game of maybe I shouldn't report it or think why people in the contract negotiations who want to stay would come to me and cut the throats in negotiation. So Dave was pretty much saying the people complaining to him weren't the elite or at least others. So that's why I think it's maybe not the elite, or maybe he's yeah. covering the elite. Yeah, he's, he has. It's, yeah. maybe he's like trying to cover his tracks and thinking, okay, no, it's not the elite. But then he never says it, and he probably thinks he's probably thinks some people are speculating that it could be an Okada, it could be Los Ingobernables de Japón, which I'm kind of leaning towards. Like maybe it's Naito, not maybe it's Okada. Yeah, it I mean, because be. it's not too okay. I think it's a little too late for Naito to have a career in WWE, but it's definitely not too late for Okada to have a career in WWE. Like Naito, that dude's not even thirty. If Naito showed up to NXT, he he can he can do an NXT run, but he'd be he'd be stuck in NXT. Oh yeah, no, and he'd be great in NXT. Oh, he'd be so but Okada, Champa I mean, versus I uh, I don't Naito? think Okada's an NXT person. Oh, maybe he can. I don't know. Rain like let's 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 rain let's let's rain it in a little bit. Okay. Say it's not the elite. Okay. And people who you think would never leave is starting to leave. It's definitely not Tanahashi. That guy's gonna die a New Japan pro performer. Um, but it, never say never in the WWE. But in could it wrestling. be t- someone like Tanahashi who's been there forever, who says I will be here forever, but this is just how I feel. Tamatanga. That's it's gonna be Tamatanga. I love how you mentioned Tamatanga though, because he did come out on Twitter. Yep. And, uh, yep. And, and put a couple posts up. Um, he says funny. And I quote, uh, funny reading that a lot of foreign performers are complaining about the work atmosphere uh, not being, quote unquote, fun in New Japan. What a load of poopy doo-doos. No, he says the bad word. I just, you know, I feel like we've hit our limit for KCSF. We don't. don't, Oh, really? I don't know. Do we have? We don't really have a limit, but. He says bullshit. He says poopy (laughs) doo-doos. Motherfuckers. Uh, Plenty of great talents out there. 
would be grateful to have the opportunity to work in New Japan, which actually leads me to another story I have later today. Um, who fed Who fed you those lives? Hashtag or at Dave Meltzer. Then he also went on to say, new president management helping the company gain sponsorship and international expansion. What a time to be a part of New Japan. Traveling, big money, company growing. Yeah, bitch. U.S. foreigners that have been here and worked our asses off are very proud of how far we've come. He went on to put another... Like, this is Tamatanga we're talking about? Yeah, Tamatanga. This is a guy who just got like... Who like... Who recently like got into so much trouble with the company for littering in a subway in Japan, which is a very big no no. Yeah, and this is like, and for him to not give a fuck about it, and then here he is like batting for the company. Like, is this the same Tamatanka? Yeah, oh, I'll read this next post too. He says, "So to the foreigner or or foreigners complaining to at Dave Melter um, that they are not having fun, you can GTFO. That means get the f out of here. You know, like the WWE." Get the F out. Um, <laughs> I've never in my career here in New Japan have ever heard of a Japanese wrestler complaining um, about the work atmosphere not being fun in New Japan. Get the F out of here. And then didn't he quote, didn't he tweet to Kenny Omega? I, I don't see anything on, on this one about that. No, I think there was some. I, I got to look for it because that was also like. But yeah, uh, Tomatonga. Yeah, Lee looked for it. But yeah, Tomatonga, he. It's weird how, you know, like a couple of months ago, you know, full storyline, he's, you know, and that's just really goes to show that, that him, he takes tor- storylines too far. Ooh. Okay. I was trying to look for one Tomatonga tweet. But, but you found I something found, better. I found not better, but something relevant. Sometimes I wonder if Kotobushi knows that he's way better than Kenny Omega and should be the face of the company, but is being used by his best friend as leverage for his own selfish needs. I, uh, I don't like again. You, you really got to You really got to think. You really. I think that's. Consider, I think that's storyline right there. Like you really got to consider like these kind of like, what is what is reality? what's a shoot and what's, what's a sh- work? What's yeah. A work. Yeah. And like again, maybe Dave is completely in on it. And then Kenny Omega went on to uh, went on to respond to all Tomatonga's you know tweets. He pretty much says, "Dang, I shouldn't have called you out for the Freddy Krueger act." Personally, I like it when you say, I like it when you say "bitch" a lot. I guess entry level salary can't afford multiple fines a year, huh? Let's hope those Funko Pop sales help ease the burden during the holiday season. Oh wait, dot 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 dot. Ooh. And then Tomatonga would reply. LOL, no, 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 you're fine. You know, I love me a little competition. Just don't run to your boyfriend Meltzer crying about how it's not fun anymore. Dot, 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 bitch, dot, dot, covering mouth emoji. Like Becky Lynch, bitch. Yes, covering mouth emoji, oops. So, uh, yeah, Tamatonga versus Kenny Omega uh, <laughs> for the IWGP uh, Heavyweight Championship coming in at New Japan. Tamatonga's going to be the champion one day. You. He's not going to be champion. That guy's too untalented. I'm putting my money on it now, man. That's going to be my, my prediction for next year. I just he's too much of a company man. He's taking going to bat for the company like this. Once Kenny Omega's gone, once Okada's gone, you know, well, who are they going to put the title on? Cody Rhodes. Yeah, all right, I'll do that. That's cool. I'd rather have Cody Rhodes be the IWGP in the event that that mass accident happens. I'd rather want Cody Rhodes to be champion than Tamatanga. Nick Jackson as the champion. I mean, Nick Jackson's probably going to be. Is I mean, suicide pact, right? You know how how loose do you suicide party? <laughs> oh God, no, that's creepy. But yeah, um, not everything is too apparently not everything's too rosy in New Japan. Whether this award <laughs> this is a work or not, we'll find out by next year. 
<laughs> yeah, no, really. We'll find out next year, and we'll find out in the episodes of Being the Elite. Which have you been following recently? No. So, like, since All In's over, Being the Elite has been kind of like a less less. They've been kind of in a down period, but they do have this overarching storyline where it's the Bucks being pretty much just being annoyed by a TikTok clock. Yeah, and the clock leading up to January first mm-hmm. because you know contracts, and then um, what else? What else was there? Kenny Omega got a letter from Triple H. I'm trying to remember what. Hey, it said. Kenny Omega, how are you? What I'm the saying? game. Oh no 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 no. Triple H. No, no, no. Um, he just pretty Triple H just pretty much like jo- like joked about being entry number four. What to Kenny Omega? Entry number four. Because in the know, top 100 or something? No, in in a Royal Rumble. Entry number four. I don't get the joke. There are 30 entrants in a, th- a Royal Rumble, and right. he wants Kenny Omega oh. to be an entry number four. Oh, okay. Like holy so, crap, Corey. <laughs> so he wouldn't win. No, he'd be he'd be in a Royal Rumble, meaning he'd sign with WWE. Oh, oh. Jesus Christ, Corey! Come on now. I just didn't get it for a second. Like uh, it's probably my timing. <coughs> But uh, yeah, not everything's rosy in <laughs> New Japan, and not everything's rosy in WWE. Shit's fucked. That's the new news show for you. <laughs> See you later, guys. Bye. No, that's. I mean, if we ended there, it'd be, it would be a full news show. But we have some lighter. We have some light news today too. Um. Yeah. I'll Let's get to the lighter side. Of you the know, news. I'll say I'll, I'll go first. Actually. Um, well, why don't you then? Breaking. Uh, well, <laughs> oh well. well breaking no, it's not breaking. News. According to WWE UK, uh, in NXT UK, a new weekly episodic series featuring the greatest male and female competitors. <gasps> Yeah, it's tough doing a British accent. Yeah, there you go. From the UK, we'll stream on WWE Network on Wednesdays, beginning 17th October at 8 p.m. British That's Standard Time. That's next week. Time. That's next week. So, and Brit- uh, 8 p.m. British Standard Time, 12 p.m. here, which so. I think is the day after. It doesn't matter. We'll still cover it. No, we'll no, day before. It. Is it the day they're, before? They're ahead of us. They're ahead of us? They're ahead of us, yeah. So They're ahead of us because New York's three hours so ahead. So, we get to watch it Tuesdays at 12? Tuesday. No, if it's at... If, no, Wednesdays at twelve. They're at eight o'clock there. Okay. So if it's if it's twelve o'clock here noon, it'll be eight p.m. there. Oh, it's only that far. Yeah, they're eight hours ahead. We're, oh, really? Only eight hours? Yeah. No, seven hours. I'm sorry, seven hours. Because because British had, Standard Time. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Seven hours in in Britain. Other places eight hours. Europe. The rest of Europe eight hours. Because I know Netherlands was eight hours. I'm very much looking forward to this. Yeah, so noon on uh, Wednesdays. Yeah. Can so, you imagine waking up at 12? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah this uh, this B show, we have to start thinking about this, man. Yeah, no, we're just ditching Impact. Yeah, I mean, that's what it feels like. But well, then, hey, it's all WWE now. We got we to gotta make it. We're something. taking over City Wrestling Radio. And B show doesn't necessarily mean non non WWE show exactly. I mean, and we, since indie wrestling is so sporadic, we'll and we just, we can we or can, we can work on uh, stuff. We weekly. can work on something like we'll we'll work on something maybe because I know you want to review Impact and Ring of Honor so badly. Oh yeah, at the same time I watch those yeah. every day, every every freaking week. I maybe. go to the library. You know, I realized this week I watch ten hours of wrestling a week. Yeah, that's 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 the life you chose. Yeah. That's a, that's why I, I. That's why I put this onus on you. When you yeah. No, I'm. I'm. When I, I'm, I'm when taking I started the show almost a year ago, I had this realization that oh wait, we're I have to watch a lot of wrestling. A lot I'll just put of this wrestling. Who watches a lot of wrestling? Oh, that Corey guy watches a lot of wrestling. Yeah. And you watch ten hours a week. How does that make you feel, Corey? Great. I'm not. No, we love. We love doing to do it. We no, I. This. No, I love doing it. It's great. Yeah. Um, we love the listeners. We wish we we wish we could hear from them, but. Uh, 
please, please write us a letter, please. At CWR415 is our postal address. Yes. Um, what else happened? On the lighter side, so let's move to some light news. Um, or at least news that's just less depressing. Yeah. Oh, well, I was going to go less depressing, but Kevin Owens is injured. <sighs> Boy. Hey, you know, let's, let's spin Both the negative the, into a positive. This and is, he, he's, uh, been replacing, him, yep. he's been replacing the Mixed Match Challenge, too. So he finally By whom? Bobby Roode is making his return to the Mixed Match Challenge, uh, teaming up with, with Natalia next week. Um, WWE announced um, earlier that they'll be teaming up. Um, they're set to face Total Dominance, the team of Mickey James and Bobby Lashley. So the full heel team now. Um, uh, well, speaking of Bobby Lat, okay. Well, no, let's. I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. Apparently, he's gone for four to eight months. Who? Kevin. Kevin Owens. Owens? Jesus. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, he's injured. He's, he's going to be missing a very. He's well, they be- have to open up his leg, right? And they don't know yeah. exactly. So he's gonna he's gonna miss some time. He's gonna have to rehab his knee. Um, his I don't think he'll make it to WrestleMania considering doesn't he look like it. Doesn't look like no, it. No, no. Um, KO Mania four. So you know, like we. It always sucks. It's never a good time to get injured, especially like when you miss WrestleMania and you miss yeah. those paychecks. But, you know, it's not going to be his last WrestleMania. It's not going to be his last wrestling event. Spin this into a positive. Sucks to get injured recharge the, the Mixed Match Challenge. Yeah, you know? Recharge the batteries. I'm sure this will be a good thing for your character, much like his friend Sami Zayn. Go to some Shania Twain concerts. Yeah, like they'll, there will definitely be renewed interest once he comes back, just like Dean Ambrose, even though I feel like he's kind of steering off. What if Kevin Owens just comes back all like skinny and ripped? Hey, you know, like he could be, I don't know. That's sort of a defining character trait at this Comes point. Back it's like it's like Yokozuna. I mean, I know very is a very that's pretty drastic, very yeah. str- a bit drastic comparison. But it's like if Yokozuna just trimmed down to three hundred rather than six hundred, you lose that character trait. Yeah, definitely. like a lot of the character trait is about Kevin Owens is that he's the. He's the fat bully, you know. He's who thinks he's he's tough, but he actually really isn't. Yeah, exactly. But I do, I do think he eats like dollar menu McDonald's for dinner. But he's also like, but he's self, he's very witty, and he's just a good enough performer to back that up. And I feel like there's a good baby face run in God, Kevin needs, Owens. I, I I always forget he was Universal Champion too. He was the second one, the second, the second Universal Champion. Yeah, and totally not a placeholder for Goldberg. He, no, he really wasn't at first. Yeah, they, he they, was there for a while. Like him they had and Jericho, that, they had right? a storyline set up, dude. They had that whole thing set up. Uh, you know, the whole talking to um, Kevin Owens, Triple H talking to and Kevin he, Owens before you know, the turn yeah, on Jericho. He was always going to be part of that picture in the, anyway. Like that, he was originally supposed to face Finn Balor the next month for that Universal Championship, and they just hotshotted Kevin Owens to that title because it was going to happen anyway. We're not doing it. Goldberg's back. But uh, yeah, Kevin Owens, get well soon. And Goldberg just walks in like, hey, I'm here to wrestle for my kid. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Owens is like, I hate you. So, uh, yeah. Get well soon, Kevin Owens. Get well soon, Kevin. But speaking, but then he was facing who? Total Dominance? Total Dominance, the team Total. of Bobby Lashley and uh, McKay James. I was listening to Post Wrestling because I say this every time we mention, I'll do this show. Oh, the, the One of their suggestions for the uh, Mickey James Bobby Lashley feud, I mean, a feud, not feud, uh, tag, <laughs> tag team, Mickey Bobby. Mickey Bob, Mickey Bob. I think you mentioned that last week. Okay, um, and then I did. Then I should mention it this week too. Mickey they, Bobby. They continue not to be named that, and it's fucking stupid. But speaking of Bobby, Lashley, I would love that if they oh. would have called it um, Team Total Nonstop Action. But <laughs> well, yeah, TNA. Um, but speaking of Bobby Lashley, according to the Almighty Tree of all things wrestling news, that is the Observer, which oh, yes. the guy's been of, so right lately. Uh, yeah, by way of WrestlingNews.co. 
The Bobby Lashley heel turn was decided that afternoon that very Monday and reported that Leo Rush was wearing an IFB, which opens up the possibility that he was fed lines to Vince. Yeah, somebody pointed out, I think it was Noah or Jose, they pointed out he was wearing an earpiece. Yeah, that explains the, the weight jokes on Kevin. Yeah. Like, you can't... You're, what, didn't he say, like, didn't Leo Rush say... Um, I kind of forgot at this point, because uh, I have bad memory. Didn't Leo Rush say, like, he can't even... He look at him. He can't even do a moonsault. Yeah, something, something along those lines. Anyway. Been, Monday was literally five weeks ago. Yeah, Solomon Monday. Solomon Monday. Sorry. I've been watching Gotham. Yeah. Solomon Monday. Didn't they turn... Like, isn't Joker, like, just full-on Joker in that show now? I, I don't know that yet. I've been watching on Netflix, so I'm a little behind. Oh, I thought you were watching like as it was going online. No. Okay. No. Well, there you go. There's Joker well, in the Batman show. That show, okay, that show is so freaking cheesy, dude. Like, I was watching before, and I'm like, this is a pretty good show. And now I'm watching Welcome it. to network television, And then I'm Corey. watching it now, and I'm like, like, Solomon, Solomon Grundy is just there, and he's just like... You watch 10 hours of wrestling a day, and you're calling Gotham cheesy? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I am. Okay, so in fact, it's like this... He's like Batman, but he's not Batman. He's like oh, yeah. he's a kid, right? Isn't well, like he's Wayne, like he's like sixteen now. Aren't the Wayne? So the Waynes are dead. Yeah, they're dead. They've been dead. Okay, they die like the first episode, and they make sure to show you how they died because every Batman thing has to start off with their, his parents dying, um, and then yeah, and then he's like jumping off buildings trying to save people, but he's a kid. He's like, you're just a kid, man. Like, st- stop right there. I just jumped off a four-story apartment building, dude. You're a kid. You're not trained by Ra- Raz Al Ghul yet, or Raj Al Ghul. Anyways, enough of this Batman nerd talk. Jeff Cobb sat down with uh, uh, Baltimore Baltimore mag- newspaper earlier this week. I can't remember exactly which one uh, to explain why he chose to wrestle for Ring of Honor. He quote says, "Yeah, why did you?" Man? He says, "I definitely want to wrestle more in New Japan. Ring of Honor has a great relationship with them. New Japan are Ring of our New Japan guys are on Ring of Honor TV and Ring of Honor guys." Are out there at New Japan shows. The schedules don't conflict with that. Don't conflict that often. That's definitely a big factor, and made me sign with Ring of Honor. I had an Impact offer a couple of months ago. It just didn't really end up coming together. Unfortunately, the New Japan thing definitely played a huge role in that. New Japan AKA is something. Impact, AKA Impact wanted to pay him less. Yeah, New Japan is something I really want to work out with more, and Ring, Ring of Honor makes that possible. That oh. is what that was the tipping point for me. I look forward to uh, Jeff Cobb versus Silas Young. That's definitely a match. I kind of do get. want to watch that match. <laughs> Silas Young has a great. He's just so gristled. Yeah, he's a he's a wrestle. He's dad. the last. Uh, the, what do you call He's the, the last, last of a dying man. breed. The last real man. He calls himself. Oh, is BJ Whitmer still in Ring of Honor? I don't know who that is. It's the guy. Oh yeah, him. I don't know. I don't know BJ Whitmore. I'm sorry. Well, see, this is why we need to review Ring of Honor TV. You know so much about it. I know Impact. Just get a Ring of Honor Impact show. That would get great ratings on SoundCloud.com. I feel like such an idiot not knowing what OVE was <laughs> when I said that, too. <laughs> Who's Ohio versus everything? Like, oh, wait, that's OVE. Oh. Uh, it's um, it's Seth Rollins and... Shut up. Stop it. No, he's from Iowa. Sorry. No, Ohio versus... Anyways, next up in the news, a little bit of the more lighter news. Titus O'Neil. Um, this week was named part of Ebony Magazine's Power 100 list. Uh, yep. Listed him as an MVP along tra- as, alongside Trailblazers um, as such. Venus Williams, uh, Stephen Curry, and many, many more. Man, have you watched uh, t- um, Titus O'Neil's TED Talk? No, I still need to watch that. It's oh, fu- wait. Maybe I did. I think I maybe watched like a second of it. but It's it- fucking incredible. Really? Yeah. Titus O'Neil is like, he is a legit. 
Probably, like, there are a lot of good people in WWE. I feel like Titus Neal kind of tops that list. Just stop kissing your kids on the lips, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the only problem with him. That dude kissed his son on the lips. Not even, like, like an eight-year-old. His wrong. son his son was, like, his son's, like, 15. And that's just... it. It just looks weird, and I know there's probably. I mean, nothing hey, going hey, on. hey, hey! All the greats do it. Fucking Tom Brady still kisses his dad in the lips. Uh, really? Yep. That's weird. That was a while ago, though. <laughs> I felt weird, even like I even felt weird when I was like three. My dad kissed me on the cheek. I was like, "All right, dude, like back it up." Said it word for word, dude. Back it up. <laughs> like you're getting this is personal space right here. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> That's. I just feel bad for his kid. This he, is like, come on. How, okay, <laughs> we're at this point where, like, I feel like, I feel like, we, we just have no choice but to rag on this guy now. After we just said like, how much, of, <laughs> how much I just said he was a good person, and then we just have to bring up all oh, the fact no, that he I, fucking <laughs> kisses, he just smooches, he just smooches his kid, his, his fifteen-year-old son. How many times do you on think, national television for <laughs> us to rag on him in a <laughs> fucking how, wrestling podcast? How many times do you think like that kid would like? Do you think he's like, Dad, I don't want to go to school today. It's like Monday. He's, no, he's like. Son, you need to go to school. It's because like, that's part of the building blocks of life. Once you know that, that's you know, it might have been not the best thing for me to do, but you know what? Once you fall off your horse, you get back on because that's what O'Neills are. I mean, you do trailblazers, like, but then not to get too much into that TED talk, like, like Titus O'Neill's upbringing is just north of a nightmare, really. Yeah, like his well, not his upbringing, but then how he was conceived. He was his mom. He was a product of a rape uh, from his mom yeah. when she was eleven years old. Damn. Yeah, I, I know you didn't want to get too depressing. You want no, to get on the lighter not. side of nudes, but then they get, but considering the fact <laughs> but he of what kissed the, his son, but no, no consider the fact kidding, that kidding. Titus O'Neil has accomplished so much, like right. kissing his son, uh, <laughs> tripping in, like underneath the apron and the fucking Saturday Arabia show, and then just being and then being reaching Ebony Power One Hundred and he seems so positive a, too about everything. Yeah, he's he's a very even when he was a heel. He's like jokes aside. Yeah, yeah, jokes aside, what an accomplishment for Titus. I'll give him a fucking title. Uh, you know what? I want to go as far as to say give him a title because you know as far as there's more to there's more to him than just wrestling. And when I and when I think of a list of things of what's there to like about Titus O'Neil, I feel like wrestling's relatively low you know on what this list. We'll give him our title. He he CWR. He, he's he's the. Or you just give him your fucking WWE belt. No, don't. don't remember that merch, dude. Don't tell him that. I remember when. No, remember Titus O'Neil. He was like in merch duty, right? And then he grabbed a replica belt, and then like he was wearing it. And I'm like, damn, dude, he looks good with that belt. Oh yeah, no, I can see that. Um, but no, he has make a, him he the has, official CWR. He uh, has the charisma. KCSF he, champion. He has the, the swagger to, to him that he should be a main event WWE. Era, 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 era. Like he really should be a main event caliber. Yeah, but you know it's he's. I mean his his in ring performance leaves much to be desired. But sometimes there's just more to things than just being. A there good hasn't wrestler. been a black WWE champion has or has there? Nope. I mean, I mean, The, the Rock, Rock is a quarter. Is uh, that's what everybody? He's mixed goes, race, yeah, but that's what everybody tries to hammer home. Like, oh no, it's The Rock. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, he but he's he identified he himself always identified himself more as some he'll he'll say this himself. Yeah. Uh, like he identifies himself more as a Samoan. Mm-hmm. Um but when you look down the list like in WWE's now like we know a, we a, know Farouk was WCW champion. There, yeah, there was a black and which is really it's not you odd. You got Bobby Lashley but, but when you being think TNA champion. But when you think of WCW, you think of like Booker I, T. I, Booker T. No, no, hold on. Oh, he he wasn't WWE champion. 
Booker T was world heavyweight champion. He was which world they don't, heavyweight champion. Yeah, well, which they don't really count. Which is like the lineage of the WCW title. Um, which isn't a bad lineage at all. It's a great historical Very lineage. Historical. Um, but, you know, WCW, you think of like old WCW too. You think of like Atlanta, kind of southern rednecks. And the the I mean, Bill Watts was a pretty terrible person, but the, yeah, the, the surroundings the of all that, the it's racism involved and all that. And you would think that you know WCW hey, he, put he, their he, world title on an African American man, black man, you know, whatever, however you want to state I that. I can't remember his name, but it's Farouk Ron uh, Simmons. Ron, Ron, Ron Simmons. Simmons, yeah, Ron yes, Simmons damn. won that title in the late eighties, early nineties, nineteen ninety two, early nineties, yeah. Um, so and WWE still has yet, and we're in twenty eighteen. They've still yet to name a. Have a, a black world champion. I really African American world. Even champion. at the time, I really thought they were that close with Bobby Lashley, and I, I I don't think it's too late. But then the fact that he turned heel and like okay, look, you're gonna you're gonna be the first black champion, but you're gonna be heel and you're gonna have to tr- try to design yourself around booze. I remember some the main event of SummerSlam 1995, Kevin Nash versus Mabel. Mabel was their biggest heel at the time, and then he just in like the most counterproductive way of trying to get over as a heel, he just says, "I'm gonna." be the first black champion <laughs> i'm like dude don't like if you're a heel and like you're just automatically a face the second you say yeah that. definitely but i really did think they were this close with bobby lashley um kofi kingston was always the person like, that was, was the number one that's the number one career goal i can see that uh, legitimately on biggie of both yeah legitimately yeah, no, biggie. I, could, I could see biggie do it yeah. no but yeah like that was always a career goal for both xavier woods and um Big E was for to make sure Kofi Kingston was world champion, no matter. I mean, no I can matter, see Kofi, no matter what the cost. I can see Kofi champion, but I I could see like I said, dude. Like, like I said, Big E's got the look. He's got everything about him. That, the second that you put, I've said this, and I will always say this: like the second you put, you, the second that you even speculate that Kofi Kingston gets a main event title push, mm-hmm. he would could be very well be the most over person in that entire company. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah and this, just think about that story and everything. So, uh, yeah, but you know, it's timing is everything in WWE. It's, this is this is we're the, gonna we're the gonna new, new show where we keep we keeps it real here. Yeah, but you got anything else? Oh, I mean, no, let's see. Congratulations, uh, Titus O'Neil. Congratulations, Titus O'Neil. Let's see anything else in the news. Ran out of Jeff water. Cobb, My throat still hurts. Kevin Owens. Uh, I think I'm good. Uh, one more. Uh, one, I've I do have a little piece of a rumor. A little bit of ru- oh, two rumors actually. So there is some uh, rumor speculation. I don't know if this is um, true yet or not, but apparently that's what we call it rumors because uh, we're not we're not sure at all. Yeah, no. There's some people saying it is. Some people saying it is. Uh, former Ring of Honor Ring of Honor TV champion Punishment Martinez apparently has signed with the WWE and is scheduled to report at the WWE Performance Center before moving to the NXT brand later this month. PW Insider confirmed earlier this week. Um, it is reported that Martinez has been out of contract since All In, where he was one of the main showcases in the Battle Royal, the over-budget Battle Royal. So Punisher Martinez looks like he's coming to NXT. Yippee. Um, put him in a tag like team with Martinez. I don't like him that much either. Put him in a tag team with uh, Kona Reeves. Like, that's if anything, this is just Actually, like... Actually, that would work. Any, As no, like a strongman oh, type diesel HBK thing. I'm not looking forward to his prospects in NXT because NXT has been on such a hot streak lately. I mean, some of these people are going to have to stay in NXT. They're not all going to get called. Like, they're, it's so flooded at the top there that they're not all going to get called up at once. Some might say you could justify another hour of NXT. <laughs> well, that's. But I was talking about this a couple weeks ago, and I, I said I was. I think the extra hour is just NXT UK. 
And yeah. that's what we're getting next week. I mean, we are technically getting two hours of NXT next week. Man. I guess. The Triple H quad hour, baby. Don't tear it. Don't see? Don't tear my quad hour. Um uh, I got another one. Yeah, go for it. Uh so so, so last last show we so were um let's sit down last week this. Saturday yeah. we were talking about uh or Monday or whether you, UFC, where you were listening to us we were talking about an event called UFC 229 Conor McGregor facing Khabib Nurmagomedov yeah how did and that match that, end that transpired with Conor McGregor getting the shit kicked out of him yeah uh via rear naked choke but he was squeezing the chin so it made it even more painful oh. um yeah Khabib Nurmagomedov beats chin, Conor chin, McGregor chin. retains the light lightweight championship. Uh, but that wasn't the main takeaway uh, coming off of that pay-per-view. Khabib Nurmagomedov, right after uh, right after winning his most, inarguably the most important uh, match of his career, um, he stormed the he stormed the Jump. UFC cage. He jumps the cage. Well, jumps he, out of the cage. He jumps out of the cage. Starts um, starts berating and almost beating up one Dylan Dennis. Is that does he, one he of works Conor, in, in one of Conor McGregor's corner men? Okay, and thus created. Pretty much the the pretty much the reason why everybody started talking about the UFC 229 in the first place. Not a good look for the sport, but hey, any reaction is a good reaction. Yeah, right? look but, how much um, coverage they're getting for this event. Yep, they're getting so much coverage. A lot of people are talking about it. My freaking boss, who never watched a single fight in his life, probably like talked to me. Wanted to ask me about what the hell was happening there. Ooh, who's booking this angle? Yeah, yeah, that's what he's saying. I love no, I love all the the tweets being put out. Like everyone is just like, like, oh man, this is better booking than WWE. Da, 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 da. Yeah, all the yeah, all the, all you the open chat. the comparison floodgates whenever something ha- like this yeah, happens. Absolutely, like it's, when, when Lesnar stormed the cage after Daniel Cormier won the heavyweight championship. Yeah, you know, a lot of WWE comparisons was going on there, mm-hmm. and rightfully so because that dude is your universal champion. Yeah. Uh, so what what brings this all together? Uh, this is that Khabib Nurmagomedov went to Twitter and pretty much, pretty much just asked WWE to for for a possibility of a match. And I quote: Khabib Nurmagomedov at Team Khabib at WWE asked me to jump inside. What do you guys think? Hashtag Smash Lesnar. Hashtag Fake Fight. <laughs> hashtag Fake. Fights. Hashtag, will you hire me? But yeah, it's fake. So I mean, whatever. Like this guy wants a job in the W, wants a, a one-off thing in the WWE, and he goes on to say, hashtag. Have you ever gone somewhere fights. to ask for a job and then say that what they sell sucks or isn't real? No, I don't. Like, okay, look, re, you can interpret that. I think like, he's just making a joke at that point. He's probably just making a joke. I think so. But then especially with everyone, WWE, and I don't think the reaching the 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 name power, no matter how much happened. And UFC 229, I don't think WWE is willing to pay for oh, God, no. They'd rather pay for a Conor McGregor, and I don't think Conor McGregor... Ugh. WWE probably... I don't know. With the with the money that WWE so, has been getting, especially in certain... Khabib, know, right? His name is? Khabib Nurmagomedov. Okay. Yes. Did he, he did he get punished for... Yeah, they're withholding... They, as of as of my knowledge right now, they are withholding his pay. and He, he said he doesn't want it. And apparently he doesn't care. Yeah. Um, but it, Which is really weird, because, I mean, what... McGregor got for you know storming that bus a couple months ago. Oh yeah, nothing. I mean, he got a slap on a wrist, pretty much, uh, like a minor suspension. Right. I mean, he got he has to pay legal fees. Right. And like he got he kind of got off relatively. But and now, but now Khabib or I can't pronounce his name right um, is getting 
the brunt of everything for jumping out of the cage for someone that apparently allegedly went after his um, was saying stuff about his family was saying stuff about his well he his that was just people, more in a fit of rage the fact that that is yeah and, that's um, just what what he said you know um, but yeah that's just that, that I just wanted to put that out could be adding WWE probably as a joke probably something for more who knows I just felt like something to hashtag talk about. fake fight hashtag fake fights yeah I don't get this hashtag today. Yep. Um, also, one last piece of rumor before we get out of here. Apparently, PW Insider is reporting that General Manager Raw General Manager Kurt Angle is booked to appear on Monday Night Raw this week. Are you telling me the former Raw General Manager is going to appear on Raw? But next apparently, week? he's still on vacation. Technically, he's still on vacation. Yeah. You know, why can't he just like be like, no? Like, Again, that 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 segment on Raw with the as the conquistador was probably one of my favorite like Kurt Angle segments. But it's it's noted career. that he's going to be a returning character on Raw for the coming week, so maybe he's back. Maybe this week he, he looked great. He did look really good, uh, except for the <coughs> the minor um, little jig he did. That was weird. I bought into it. Yeah, but that's uh that's I guess that's news for the week. My throat hurts. Whoa! Don't it's like tell me I, that. It's like I. It's like I did a wrestling podcast. That's a personal beforehand. issue. That's a personal issue. <laughs> uh, before we get out of here, guys, we do like to wish you, wish some happy birthdays today. Today is uh, the thirteenth, Sunday, the thirteenth of September. <coughs> oh my God, Michael! Stop making me cough over here. Uh, the 13th, we have one birthday we celebrate. We wish a happy birthday to Duke the Dumpster Drowsy, who turns 48. Drowsy. Drowsy, drowsy, drive me crazy. Crazy. You drive me crazy. No, um. 48 years old. Happy birthday, Duke. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what cake? What cake? What's a dirty cake? A dream cake. Dream cakes are dirty, right? What's a dream cake? It's just like, it's, it's kind of like the Oreo cake. I feel like he would have the, uh, he'd have the pie inside of the cake. Just get one of those meat pie, Australian meat pies. Or no, he just He'll gets eat it in the bathtub with um, no, Jimmy no. Uso and Naomi. Five dollar like sheet cake from Safeway. Okay, there we go. Those are good. I know they're good, but they're like cheap and like I feel like they're bad for you. And he he work, if he, he if he works for a trash company, he might not make a lot. You know, he might have a good benefit, so it's a city job. So, uh, but Sunday the fourteenth, we like to wish one birthday and remember uh, remember someone. So we celebrate the 39th birthday of one Stacy Keebler. Born in 1979. Okay, so um, well, what's those? I, I, I she gets a cupcake. No, she gets a long cake. Oh, for, for yeah, yeah, because of her legs, legs. Uh, also, I forgot she was in WCW too before. That WWE. was her. That's how she started. She I, was a Nitro girl. I, yeah, I just didn't remember. I remember her from WWE she more. Stayed so. George Clooney. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. She attended the Oscars. Yeah, the first Nitro girl to ever attend the Oscars. And also on Sunday the 14th, we'd like to remember the life of one Nikolai Volkov, who would have been 71 years old today, or tomorrow. Oh, what's a Russian cake? There uh, has to be a Russian cake somewhere. Russian tea cake? Probably. Or something like that. Or, um... It's a cake. It's a regular chocolate cake. We just put a bunch of caspacho all over it. That's gross. Well, that's Russia for you. <laughs> oh. No, no offense, Russia. I'm sure... I'm all sure our fans in Russia, in the Russian Federation Habib are... Habib Manga made of hashtag fake cakes. Uh, and also on Monday... Uh, we like to celebrate the 47th birthday of one lesser known member of the Mean Street Posse, one Joey Abs, who turns 47 years old. Uh, Shane McMahon's best friend. Was it his best? Was that supposed to be? I mean, all that whole entire Mean Street Posse was literally like Shane McMahon's friends. Oh, yeah. He, he wanted he, to be wrestler. Joey Abs was like the one that actually kind of looked like he could have been a wrestler. Yeah. 
um, as opposed to that one weird guy. Pete Gas. No, not Pete Gas. Pete Gas was like totally. He looked pretty weird. Like, you know, that was like his best friend. And she's like, okay, dude, you need to start going to the gym if you want to do this. So he tried. He tried. I mean, they were just fodder. They no, I was talking about the other guy with the bleach blonde hair. Yeah. That weirdo. Uh, but guys, Michael, let's get out of here. Your throat hurts. Uh, we need to soothe that throat somehow. So let's get out of here. Zip. Uh, for City Wrestling Radio, for KCSF, for the Diamond Studio. Guys, <laughs> oh my God, look, Hiroshi Tanahashi posted on Instagram. He just puts his briefcase in a tote bag. I want that tote bag so badly. It's uh, for the Tokyo Dome, it's a, it's, 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 it's a promotion for the Dome Show. Ooh. But anyway. For City Wrestling Radio, for KCSF, for the Diamond Studio. Guys, don't forget to go out and follow the Wrestle Hub to vote City. Remember, hashtag vote CWR4 and 5. Best podcast, best duo, best trio, best interview. Best everything. Cutest, cutest couple. Most woke. Yeah, most most woke. That was actually probably one we would win, actually. I honestly believe that. We were probably the most woke wrestling podcast around. Um, but guys, for all of us, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara. And remember to stay woke. Remember, you gotta, gotta keep Stay woke, woke and vote. Stay woke and vote. All right, guys. See you later. Bye.